tattooing is a job which actually might look like it's very flashy but if you are doing it responsibly uh, it requires a lot of dedication and discipline in your life otherwise uh, you will be getting stuck to a point of time where you can only copy the designs but not creating your own where you can never make a name for yourself this is future sound of bengal with rahim the kodi of all podcasts in bengal available on apple podcasts and spotify all socials at rate of future sound bengal all episodes are available on futuresoundbengal.com let's begin so guys welcome to future sound of bengal episode 7 and today we have a very special guest with us uh, in our studio and uh, his name is niloy and uh, he is a drummer he's a tattoo artist he's a businessman and uh, we'll of course know about uh, niloy but before that welcome niloy to the studio thank you rahi thank you for inviting it's a it's really a pleasure to be here with you great to have you in the studio so how are you doing now it is i'm doing very good rahi good to hear that yeah to hear that so niloy you know uh, before we start uh, let me kind of you know uh, tell our kind of uh, as i kind of introduced you to our listeners our viewers that this is going to be a bit of a different episode okay generally uh, when we had started future sound of bengal uh, obviously music is there art is there but uh, i feel you know uh, that Uh, there are different forms of art and uh, today will be very interesting because we'll kind of get to uh, understand we'll get to see and know some of the stories behind what influenced niloy is the kind of art form niloy is pursuing and kind of promoting so before going into that specifically uh, going into that what we'll know is that uh, about uh, uh nilay's journey in music specifically so he i kind of knew about him as a musician i think more than 10 years ago and uh, so we'll we'll get a, in a bit of uh, what he was doing at the point of time the kind of music he was doing and then we'll kind of touch into uh the tattoo uh, story the kind of uh, stuff he's doing right now and also as we kind of ask all our guests uh regarding you know some of the questions we do we'll get into all of that so yes niloy uh, yeah. uh you know that's quite a long intro there uh, so <laughs> uh, yeah I, and you know i keep all talking so you know in generally i i don't talk that much but uh, here i keep on talking so if i kind of oh, you know do it uh, overdo it please kind of inform me okay so <laughs> there's been a long day for me also i'm sure you have for you also a very long day that has happened so i'm grateful that you've come to the studio after your work so yeah nilay uh, tell us something about you know kind of uh, your music journey something about your music journey let's kind of hear that yeah so uh, music that uh, came into me i think uh, i was quite interested into music since my childhood days uh, whenever this para functions and all mm-hmm. used to happen i used to be really excited to be at the live concerts and all and i mean 
ইভেন রাত্রিবেলা মানে একা থেকে যেতাম বাবা মামা বাড়ি চলে আসতো বাট আমি আই টু স্টিল এনজয় দ্য মিউজিক অ্যান্ড দি অ্যাকচুয়ালি দ্য লাইফ পারফরমেন্স স্পেশালি ইনস্ট্রুমেন্টস অ্যান্ড সো ইয়া দ্যাট দ্যাট ওয়ে ইট ওয়াজ ইন মি আই আই বিলিভ সো ছোটোবেলা থেকে পেন্টিংস অ্যান্ড অল আর্ট হিসেবে ছিলাম সো ধীরে ধীরে দ্যাট টাইম অ্যাকচুয়ালি আই ডেন গেট আ গেট হোল্ড অফ এনি মিউজিক্যাল ইন্সট্রুমেন্টস বিকজ আই কাইন্ড অফ ওয়াজ ইন্টারেস্টেড ইন টু মিউজিক বাট মাই পেরেন্টস ডিন আন্ডারস্ট্যান্ড দ্যাট ফ্যাক্ট দ্যাট আই উড বি লাইক টু বি আ মিউজিশিয়ান সো দে এনকারেজ মি ইন এভরিথিং ডেফিনেটলি বাট বিং আ পারকশনস আর্ট পারকশন আর্টিস্ট অ্যান্ড অল ইট ইট ওয়াজ নট I I can't say that they they do they did understand me but not like taking up at a, as a career or something so when i grew up uh, i used to you know uh, uh, make uh, music instruments out of like uh, uh, like cans and some paint drums mm-hmm. some uh, paint buckets and all i used to Uh, make music out of that okay. and also when i was in school i used to play bench on the bench and all so that's how it actually started and slowly uh, i was really driven by the music from bhumi seeing them live like band that way uh, was i think it was pretty uh, like i i think it was 99 or 2000 during that period of time Mm-hmm. like when i saw someone playing drums for a band like that way it kind of influenced me and uh, pushed me a lot so that's how i was like uh, uh, like asking my parents if they can uh, buy me a music instrument and all mm-hmm. but uh, yeah my friend like my dad's friend had a thumba that's how he gifted me uh, his old thumba i kind of repaired it and i started practicing myself that's how i got into music mm-hmm. later uh, i thought that this way it can't go i need to learn it so mm-hmm. i was introduced to gabuda uh, who's like a amazing musician and mm-hmm. uh, a great person uh, and who has changed lot of Uh, my views towards life i must say that mm-hmm. so he inspired me a lot uh, i i learned from him uh, playing the drums so and later formed bands and uh, uh, we kind of like this jamming and all came into picture that's how the few of the bands were formed like kripa mm-hmm. it was a uh, uh, three piece band that time me and ronnie mm-hmm. uh, we actually uh, uh, formed the band later sort of joined as a bassist so it, it was quite a fun later uh, evil conscience was uh, was actually my school band okay. so during the scholastic beats and all we formed a band uh, that we represented our school mm-hmm. in scholastic beats and we kind of uh, had a thing that whenever we going to play uh, as a professional musician we gonna play together mm-hmm. that's how uh, evil conscience and died beats same band with uh, later the name was changed to evil conscience before it was died be mm-hmm. so uh, bob orunovo 
Deepak, we all are from the same school, same class, and that's how music actually came into the picture. <laughs> super, super. You know, that's uh, it's a lot of uh, different type of bands. I just wanted to kind of understand this. Yeah. Now you have, you know, uh, whenever I ask someone, you know, from specifically who are from the a bengali music scene uh, who are kind of our generation they will say that you know we we kind of started listening maybe with some very common names will come up uh, but now i have a person who is doing who was doing metal jiska influence tha bhumi man how 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 was how did that whole transition happen from there how did you do that yeah actually i was playing percussions before uh-huh. okay. so uh, i used to play a lot of uh, commercial music uh-huh. also like ardi bomman and all like on stage performances okay. like uh, like chotobala parar band kind mm-hmm. of when the band thing came into mm-hmm. the uh, scene actually mm-hmm. so that time we were playing were like covering bands like actors lokichara fossils mm-hmm. and uh, also uh, some commercial stuff like ardi burman and mm-hmm. yeah, but mixing in our own ways you know mm-hmm. like <clears throat> if you say bhumi why bhumi because as i was a i was playing the percussions and all since like i'm prothom band performance if you mm-hmm. ask me mm-hmm. i have watched them live Okay. and uh, how shomitroda used to play the drum standing uh, okay. that actually okay. was like wow factor for me okay. so <clears throat> that's how i was playing uh, folk and commercial music and all mm-hmm. later when the scholastic beats came in and i started listening to uh, uh, like rock bands mm-hmm. and metal kind of influenced me a lot to play like wow like erokomo kichu kora jete pare it's kind of because choto bela theke i didn't get a chance to uh, get a music player because mm-hmm. i didn't my uh, family didn't have a music player so later when i was in uh, school i actually mm-hmm. uh, got a uh, walkman from my friend mm-hmm. which was not working but i repaired it myself to play uh, uh, cassettes and all mm-hmm. uh, like the first initial days were like backstreet boys limbiskit linkin park later like uh, i think the first band that blew uh, our mind was pantera hmm okay yeah okay. so when we when tokhon oi kemax street sorry kemax street na free school street uh, this shop chotudar uh, shop so khante okay. ke we used to get cds and also hmm. he he gave us some music collection like uh, hmm. pantera and napam death and all hmm. like what what's happening like first hmm. of all amra to prothom dike kichu bujhi ni ki hoyeche na hoyeche later when kept on listening 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 yeah. so that that metal was actually injected to our blood so right. that's how the whole metal thing started Okay. Okay. No, you know, having said that, if you see on your right side, I cannot. I don't have cameras yet. This, these things, yeah. all is show to you. Know, yeah, all is yeah, being kind exactly. of connected. I, I used to have all these T-shirts. Uh, yeah, I T-shirts, posters. Of, yeah, yeah. Slipknot. Tapar koto kichu. I don't even remember. I had Pantera, Limbisk, Sabka, yeah. Caps, and also. 
that was pretty fun you know that was pretty that is one of those and uh, this is i think the third time someone mentioned uh, this shop here because some people used to go and have the boot bootlegs there you know from there and all these things yeah so very interesting you know uh, so those common threads now are coming up that's True. very interesting <laughs> good yeah so uh, so when uh, talking about scholastic beats uh, just uh, one interesting thing i i had a band at that point of time we had born basically scholastic beats what good thing i found you know i'm not trying to boast here but what good thing i i saw about the competition here was in scholastic beats different type of bands would come jaise tum log ka as you said you know uh, the kind of music you guys were doing and a lot of different bands would come and that is actually something which helped later on to you know in the in the city multiple kind of uh, What were the other kind of uh, rock band competitions? I think क्या क्या था इंडिया That time बैंडे मातरम हाँ वो तो था उसके पहले मैं बोल रहा हूँ कि the English competition in English तुम लोग का metal वाला था क्या क्या I think there will actually lot of college हाँ, fest हाँ, happening हाँ, college हाँ, band competitions हाँ, and all हाँ, that time okay no you you were kind of uh, when we were discussing you know in a previous time when we met uh, some college compet and some competitions you guys had won and uh, yeah, yeah there are a lot of competitions uh-huh. that we have won mm-hmm. but never got the prize money that is sad to say okay okay <laughs> the reason we bol do what was the reason the reason is like it's it's quite stupid because i remember like the uh-huh. Uh, I think we won one competition. I don't want to mention the college name. Okay. It was uh, the prize money was one and a half lakh rupees, hmm. and we were given like vouchers from Shopper Stop and all. Pantaloons, <laughs> 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 okay. just this is your prize. You hmm. just hmm. get lost after hmm. like giving those vouchers. It's quite sad scene actually hmm. how. this college fests happens and all hmm. i i don't mind speaking about it because hmm. actually the people who do music they actually hope for something in return you it know like we just can't play music through our life without getting anything mm-hmm. paid mm-hmm. and it is it is a really sad story because as i have known uh, and we have won so many competitions where mm. the prize money i think we we actually won 7 and a half Lakh or eight lakhs rupees hmm. as a prize money, but I think we got twenty thousand or fifty thousand out of that in total. I'm talking about. So this is really sad how this college fest and this money never goes to the mm-hmm. uh, band who wins the competition. It's it's hmm. a sad scene, okay. actually. Hmm. Did you guys uh, travel outside, as in Calcutta, to kind of do these? Yeah, we also? we own uh, this uh, uh, ISM Dhanbad okay. also. Okay. Okay. Yeah, they're also in the same scene. <laughs> okay. Okay. And yeah, other band competitions we have done also, like out mm-hmm. out of uh, Calcutta, Mudai and all. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think that's uh, quite a journey you had in music, and now we'll kind of get into the part which you're currently doing. So, uh, as a musician, you kind of you're playing drums for uh, this band Creepa at that point of time, and Evil Conscience, as you said. So, how did this? Uh, how did your journey in you know tattoo start? You know the whole art of it. So mm-hmm. yeah, Creepa was actually when. we formed kripa mm-hmm. but later uh, i had to leave because uh, you know i had 
promised already my friends in school mm-hmm. that whenever we play and do something mm-hmm. we're going to do it together mm-hmm. so that's how i had to uh, uh, you know uh, mm-hmm. come out of kripa and then start playing with uh, diode b uh, which was named evil conscience later so mm-hmm. and uh, yeah after after like all this competitions where we never used to get the money back mm-hmm. uh, uh, and also the shows which never paid a lot of money because we were not doing commercial stuff we are doing like purely metal and all mm-hmm. so that point of time it was quite a difficult to uh, run you know a band like mm-hmm. without any finances that like financial support it was really difficult for us because being a drummer i used to break the drumsticks or the cymbals every month like two three times so mm-hmm. it was really difficult for me to ask my parents every time i uh, need something so they they were uh, okay but not very happy also mm-hmm. because uh, that was actually not making any sense to them mm-hmm. because we are uh, playing but we are not making anything out of it so that time i had to uh, like take a step back and i thought like i have to do something where i can actually support my band uh, mm-hmm. so as as i was into paintings and all my dad is a good painter also so he always pushed me to painting so i thought like i have to do something which i know already and uh, when i was in school i tried tattooing myself seeing a friend who was actually poking uh with a syringe needle and fabric color and actually that worked so that time i didn't know that i'm going to be a tattoo artist later uh, when i uh, got tattooed in a studio when i was in college i found like uh, it it is quite something that i can manage to do for my uh living or to support the band actually so that's how i started tattooing and i actually did it for two years like both the things together like tattooing and music running the band and uh, also we have to hire uh, practice rehearsal pads where it costs money so that's why i was into i came into tattooing which actually supported me to uh, continue the music for some time but later uh, i i must say that tattooing is a job which actually might look like it's very flashy mm-hmm. but if you are doing it responsibly uh, it requires a lot of dedication and discipline in your life otherwise uh, you will be getting stuck to a point of time where you can only copy the designs but not creating your own where you can never make a name for yourself actually so that realization came into me because uh, slowly in 2 years time lot of people mm-hmm. thanks to everyone who has trusted me i was actually tattooing my uh, friend circle who were into music and all later mm-hmm. lot of uh, client actually came in to me and uh, asking like if i can do the tattoos and all so 
it was a tough uh, situation that i have to continue any of this too like either music or tattooing because i was not being able to uh, give time to music because of the rising demand mm-hmm. and uh, also it is it is quite like bitter truth that uh, you have to do something like definitely follow your passion but mm-hmm. if the passion uh, you have to sleep with empty stomach that doesn't go uh for very long time so i had to choose one of them uh, one of the profession uh, because hmm. i couldn't uh, sail into boats at the same time hmm. so that's how uh, i took up tattooing and i had to say goodbye to my uh, friends from my band but Uh, yeah we are still in touch and uh, definitely uh, i definitely want to do music again mm-hmm. for which i'm still waiting for the time to come you know mm-hmm. let's see in future for sure i want to uh, like continue the music for sure right no you actually have a very important point here and uh, like when you see that you know kind of uh, Uh, doing music and sleeping with empty stomach now there's also one part of it when you are a full time musician and this is i kind of uh, talk from experience uh, right now i do have a day job and then i do whatever you know creative beat music beat art whatever but when you do full time music and if that has to kind of earn everything that kind of pressure you know on the back of your mind yeah. will affect your art somewhere Yeah, will affect. Okay, if you have to, if you have to kind of think that okay, you know, if I don't play this thing right, and you have to do a lot of things which will you have to make compromise with your art, right? True. So if you kind of and every for everyone, you know, this is a personal experience, a bowler. For everyone, it works different. So I'm sure that there are a lot of people who can juggle this very nicely. You know, can kind of pull this off. But for me, it's. Uh, like art for art sake makes a lot of sense so like uh, regarding a tattoo artist being disciplined mm-hmm. and this is something you know this is something i feel we do have a question regarding it you know in a uh, kind of pattern of questions we have so uh, kind of uh, let me ask you then specifically let's if we are talking about discipline yeah. let me ask you specifically uh, that is uh, do you have routines do you maintain routines Actually, to be very honest, my whole mm. day runs on a routine. Oh, super! <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, because uh, hmm. morning I have to get up and hmm. do some uh, physical activities and hmm. all because uh, our profession requires a lot of uh, uh, like you know you have to sit mm-hmm. the whole day in a posture and work. so if we don't work out our backs going to give up very fast mm-hmm. which has already happened with me okay. like uh, i do have back issues because that's like a professional hazard for us mm-hmm. also we have to we have we put lot of strain on our eyes because we are working in a same uh, point mm-hmm. for very long hours okay. like if if you say i do start my work uh like i do my setup and all everything but mm. we start around 1 o'clock i finish maybe 8 o'clock 9 o'clock sometime uh, so in between i do take breaks but uh, like sitting that long in a same posture 
and uh, putting your whole focus into one point that actually uh, creates a lot of strain uh, to the eyes <laughs> and also for the back so okay. yeah i need to take care of those issues hmm. so that's why uh, the f- the physical activities can um, i have to do it then i have to go to the studio and mm-hmm. my appointments are scheduled so <coughs> mostly the whole day goes like that way okay evening and definitely i do have specific time that i have to take breaks for uh, consultations for new clients and all whenever meeting them and uh, talking about the designs and all because uh, every time we uh, in my studio we have a strict thing that we don't copy designs we don't mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know give some thing which already exists mm-hmm. so every time we do something it is new that we have to uh, work on so that requires a lot of time as well it's not that only that uh, ready design is downloaded from the internet or mm-hmm. from the book or something and we are mm-hmm. just copy pasting the thing that's why i said like it requires a lot of discipline because if we are tattooing uh, we can't actually have a great party <laughs> last night because that that will actually affect the work next day so that's how the discipline comes into uh, the picture and uh, you have to be creative all the time for that you need to like you have to run your thought process like continuously mm-hmm. whenever you are designing even after i finish my tattoo i have to go back home prepare for next day or uh, project which is uh, upcoming something like that so we are actually never free when it comes to uh, responsible tattooing so i i wish that i could just uh, like download designs and tattoo but it, in my case or in my studio it's not like that we mm-hmm. actually try to give everyone a unique piece mm-hmm. uh, because it's tattoo is something which is personal and it's going to be for life so it we we believe in custom uh, mm-hmm. tattooing so yeah that's okay. how the whole process goes on okay okay no i do have an experience first an experience of that because i went with a friend of mine at your studio and got my first tattoo so here it is i don't know if they're able to see <laughs> and i'm so super happy it's called krishna because you know he's the closest to me and i was like uh, we were very impressed actually because uh, and that's when i basically thought of kind of getting you on because uh, obviously this is a form of art i think i most probably i don't know much <laughs> about this but in calcutta i think uh, the work that you, what i saw the kind of work that you guys are doing there it's superb here it's actually superb i've kind of visited i i think not a tattoo studio but uh, when i was in mtv uh, at that point of time um, the hakim alim studio i've kind of visited you know who is hakim yeah, alim right yeah, sure. so uh, i got that kind of a vibe there kind of you know that kind of professionalism happening so i felt very nice so Thank i wanted you. to yeah you're most welcome <laughs> so i wanted to ask you one thing on this ke why this uh, this is this decision very conscious ke hum log download nahi karenge kuch kisi ka print and we will create for from complete scratch and why is this this decision uh this is because uh, we consider ourselves to mm-hmm. 
consider we consider ourselves as artists to some extent <laughs> and artist is someone who actually creates something hmm. uh, that can actually be unique for uh, the person mm-hmm. or like in any any field if like musicians are also artists mm-hmm. when when we do uh, like cover songs definitely that person is also artist but mm-hmm. putting something new into the thing is something that makes you feel uh, you know better mm-hmm. first of all and second of all tattooing as i said like it's very personal thing and if you mm-hmm. see the same tattoo like on 20 different people uh, it's kind of like even if we wear a t-shirt and mm-hmm. we see the same t-shirt owned by someone else like we're like oh this t-shirt is so common so okay. kind of okay. it's the same feeling and also like creating something for one a uh, particular person that requires a lot of uh, you know uh, artistry and uh, that that makes actually the whole process very special uh, so that's why we are like uh, and definitely this is how i learned like slowly even when i was tattooing initial days uh, i i used to copy design i mm-hmm. had to because uh, people used to come with requests like i want this tattoo that mm-hmm. tattoo downloading designs from the internet but uh, i didn't realize that uh, it can be customized also mm-hmm. and uh, slowly as i as i said that i learned this whole process mm-hmm. and uh, i didn't even know that we can actually talk to the person and can modify it our way and do it so that it gives a personalized touch to the tattoos okay so tell me something more about your like you know uh, about your team in calcutta that i i think you have <laughs> guys, you guys have four outlets right yes. in west bengal in itself yes just tell me some, something about your team and you guys apart from tattooing also you guys have some other kind of uh, body modifications you guys do right so kind of if you can enumerate on that yeah so apart mm-hmm. from tattooing we are uh, into piercings dreadlocks mm-hmm. uh, permanent makeup permanent makeup you might un- like many people in india doesn't know what permanent makeup mm-hmm. are but it is basically if someone like has a uh, deformed eyebrows or mm-hmm. uh, eyebrows which are not prominent enough we can actually do it in uh, through dif- like there are process actually i don't do it myself my mm-hmm. wife poonam does okay uh, she she is a trained uh, permanent makeup artist okay. so th- the eyebrows are done in such a way that it looks and give a feel of a 3d uh, eyebrow that looks natural actually mm-hmm. and it is actually permanent uh, which actually stays for like 3 4 years after that you need uh, touch up mm-hmm. and also 